Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit ULSportsMedicine.com. I'm Joe Zagacki on the home of Miami Hurricane Sports, AM 560, FM 99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. University Mitsubishi, South Florida's number one volume Mitsubishi dealer. Everything must go. Right now, get up to $5,000 over KBB for your trade. Any trade. Plus, over 700 pre-owned cars in stock, all starting at zero down. Shop in person or online at universitymitsubishi.com. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $1,000 only at BetMGM. Sign up today using bonus code DAILYTIP and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Discover BetMGM's innovative parlay selection builders, boosted odd specials, daily promotions, and much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the promo code DAILYTIP to make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Put yourself in the center of the action at BetMGM. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan and disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Do you have chronic joint pain? Knees hurting, hips aching, it's time to think about an exciting new way to treat joint pain with biologic therapies. Regenerative solutions, I'm talking about QC Kinetics. It's Shannon Crowder here. Lots of people here have called QC Kinetics already. They are the leader in helping people deal with chronic pain with no surgery, no drugs, no steroids, and no downtime. These natural pain treatments can actually repair and restore damaged tissues in your joints with long-lasting results. I'm telling you, Biologic Solutions help your body heal itself. Call QC Kinetics and learn more. 954-787-PAIN. If you have joint pain due to arthritis, lower back pain, shoulder, hip, knee pain, you need to change the way you think about pain treatments and discover the Biologic Treatments at QC Kinetics. Get moving again, get your life back with no surgery and no drugs. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more. 954-787-PAIN. That's 954-787-PAIN. The real estate market is always tough. 
But this market, it's unlike anything we've ever seen. When the average home stays on the market just 24 days and houses routinely go for more than the listing price, who you work with matters. Realtors have the expertise, local knowledge, and personal touch to give you a competitive advantage throughout the entire home buying process. And that's something an ordinary agent could never do. So make sure your agent is a Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Taco Bell presents a get-out-of-bedtime story. It's time to wake up from this amazing dream, even though you're jet-skiing on lemonade. How extreme! And oh, look at that. You just won the lottery. <gasps> Is that a castle? Take the keys. It's your property. What's better than swimming in space? Just wait for the big reveal. It's Taco Bell breakfast, and it's actually real. So it's time to wake up and bid your dreams farewell, because toasted breakfast burritos are waiting for you. Only at Taco Bell. At participating Taco Bell locations near you during breakfast hours only. You gotta get out to Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market. Blessing South Florida with delicious food since 1951. Lamb, beef, veal, pork, poultry, duck, turkey, lobster, 15 different types of shrimp, 20 different species of fish, alligator, venison, frog legs, everything you want. Go to DelawareChicken.com. That's the website. See the entire menu. Call them in advance. 954-983-6831. Curbside delivery is available. You gotta get to Delaware Chicken Farm and Seafood Market. And when you get down there, tell them Crowder sent you. The Department of Veterans Affairs is so innovative, it not only improves the lives of veterans, it transforms the lives of healthcare professionals who serve them with access to the latest technologies and remarkable benefits. Transform your future at vacareers.va.gov. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ugh, having some starting trouble? We can help you out. Let's start with a free battery test. If you just need a charge, we can help with that too. And if you need a new battery, we've got a wide selection of replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And we're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries, including Duralast Platinum with AGM and EFB technology. That's why we're America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2020. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic, and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Traffic on 560 The Joe WQAM is sponsored by Lexus of Kendall and Lexus of West Kendall. All the luxury and all the style of a new Lexus can be yours without leaving your home. Shop online at LexusofKendall.com or LexusofWestKendall.com and choose curbside pickup or at-home delivery. Through the flooding in Miami-Dade, 395 headed eastbound right by the rim to US-1. Unlike our for slowdowns on the turnpike headed southbound from the 117th Ave going back to Caribbean Boulevard. Additional traffic on the Palmetto Express headed northbound from the Dolphin going back to 103rd and 95 Express headed northbound from 79th Street to 151st. And traffic in Broward County on the northbound turnpike at 27th Ave and southbound turnpike at Griffin. I'm Guillaume, that's traffic in AIM 560, FM 99.9, HD2, The Joe, W, QAM, and streaming now on the Odyssey app. Download it now. 
It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, welcome to the second edition of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Big shout out to our buddies at Tropical Chevrolet, Danny the GM and the King and Queen, Ari and Erica of Tropical. Love you guys, but I love all the fans as well. And listen, can't have a Zach and the Nose without my partner in crime as I like to bring him on every single week. Here is the Nose live from the Western compound of the Gildan family uh, out there. And we will not, not give uh, his parents' names out, but he is sitting there in their office. I'm watching him right now because he can't do the show from home because he's got two girls that knock on the door the whole time. That's the Nose's story, and I'm going to stick to it. Nose, how are you tonight? I'm doing a lot better than last week, Zach. I could tell you right now I'm not driving 100 miles per hour on 595 three minutes before the debut of our show. So right. I feel comfortable. I feel ready to roll. And a lot less stressed and a lot less sweaty, to be honest with you. Well, I, that is for sure. I was sitting next to you last time. I noticed the sweat right away, and I'm usually the sweater. Uh, let us uh, let me quiz you real quick. You know what's a week from tonight? Oh, I have no idea what it'll be from tonight. Why don't you tell me? It's Zach on the Nose's third show. And then Thursday Night Football and the opening kickoff of the NFL. One week from tonight. And by the way, I'd like to announce here, uh, first and foremost here on 560 The Joe, that after Zach on the Nose... Uh, when we are on Thursday nights this season, it will be Thursday night football. So Thursday night, we are the pregame show for Thursday night football locally, the fantasy edition pregame show. So take that. Next week, Dallas and Tampa Bay start everything off for the NFL. And then music to my ears. That Sunday is kickoff. Sunday knows one of the greatest days of the year outside of your draft days, except for you. You have like 83 drafts. But for the normal human being in America, Sunday, 1 p.m., a week from the Sunday coming up, is heaven itself the opening Sunday of the NFL. Man, I cannot wait. And uh, Thursday night, we go 6 to 8, and then all of a sudden, we have Brady versus Dak with Godwin, Mike Evans, a little Antonio Brown, Gronkowski. Flip it to the other side. You have C.D. Lamb. You have Amari Cooper. You have Zeke Elliott. It is going to be a star-studded, fantasy-heavy start to the season, and I am here for all of it. 305-567-0560 is the text machine that's open the entire show. We're very interactive. We love your text. We'll take them tonight. All draft prep, obviously. It's not stardom or cinnamon until really next week uh, with the nose, and that's when the nose really goes to work. Although these first two draft prep shows, a lot to go over. We went over a lot last week. We'll dive into a bunch of stuff this week. We already have a text on the board. Uh, I'm not going to read it yet, but it's our favorite uh, texter, I believe, from the big island of Hawaii. Uh, so we will get out there to our friend who knows we're He's back. back. And He's not back. just that, but knows, I'm not sure if uh, you could see the text machine or not. Uh, that literally goes right into my draft. And what happened with me, we'll go over that a little bit, my big draft last weekend. Uh, so that's a great text, and we are going to get to it. That is 100% going to happen very soon. Let's go over a little bit about what we will do in the show tonight. Obviously, take your text all show long. We're going to talk about a couple specific players here in the first segment. We have a lot of players 
that the nose likes and the nose doesn't like this year. Uh, we'll go over those as well as you get into the final stages of your draft. I know the nose has, um, and he gave away last week kind of your top 11 quarterbacks. Uh, we'll kind of rehash that a little bit, but what I love about that is is that the nose picked out about a half dozen or so guys after that, just in case you don't get that top 11, which is good too. Nose not really big into the ranking system of fantasy football. That's for the like the like the websites and the dudes, you know, those guys. We're, we're not into that. We do our own stuff here on the show. The nose has his own ranking system. It's in his head, and he's just going to give it to you as it comes to him because that's that's no, nose Tradamus. That's just that's how he he rolls with that. Um, a tight end situation too. We're going to go into that a little bit too tonight, nose. Yeah, we're going to dive deeper into the tight end situation. So what we talked about last week is the perfect strategy for your fantasy draft. Because let me tell you, we have a lot of, well, we have 17 weeks of fantasy football. And it is my job and my pleasure to make sure you are ready for making your championship. And so far, it is embarrassing to tell you that I have done way too many fantasy drafts. So since last week, I've probably been involved in, in at least... Let's just call it about a baker's dozen uh, fantasy football drafts, okay? And now I know that my plan of getting three running backs, three wide receivers to start your draft is a must. Because when we're going to talk about it, the quarterbacks that you could get late are just as good value-wise as, again, picking somebody like a Kyler Murray or a Dak Prescott in rounds three or four when you could grab yourself a Ryan Tannehill or a Jalen Hurts much later on in your draft. Right. And so There's a a lot to go into tonight with that, right? Because I think that tight end position is pretty – it's like a sacred position because you either get one of those top guys or you wait and grab another, right? Like, that's, that's it. What it basically you, comes down to. Th- there's three and a half stars. If you want to just jump right into it, there's three and a half stars in the tight end position. I give a half and I'll explain that in a second. But obviously, Kelsey's number one. He's elite. He's a late first round pick, early second round pick based on you know your taste and your style of drafting. Then you obviously have Darren Waller is a clear-cut number two to me. If you had him on your fantasy team in the playoffs last year, you're smiling and giving like the grin right now because he went wild, and he is the number one target for Carr up there in Vegas. Superb player, and I expect even a bigger breakout. And George Kittle, as long as he can stay on the field, he's like just a different kind of man-child out there, and he gets the job done. My three-and-a-half is, look, Kyle Pitts was drafted in the top five in the NFL, right? This uh, Matt Ryan's going to get him the ball. We don't know necessarily what kind of stats we're going to put because he's a rookie. So there's a bit of the unknown there. But what we, do we know is that he's going to be a, tar- a target monster. He's going to be a red zone monster. And if Matt Ryan has a sharp year, a lot of it's going to be because they're going to be double teaming Calvin Ridley and there's going to be streaking Kyle Pitts down the middle. So if you're a believer of Kyle Pitts and you're a Gator and a Gator fan out there and you want to have a little taste of that, he's the only guy that I would recommend after the first three to say, you know what, I'm going to give this guy a run. But after those three and a half or four players, I'm waiting. I am stopping. Right. I'm going to wait all the way until the end and I'm going to take Janu Smith or Mike Gronsecki and I'm going to I'm going to have those guys be my tight ends. But don't, right, don't be the guy. Don't give any more your, your, your tight end strategy out yet we're gonna dive more into that later on in the show i don't want it's the radio tease you, you gotta control me you know i, know, I have I one know. i got one gear and that's what you're here for this no stop. that's go right and i and that's i'm the i'm the yellow light and, and garcia is the red light 
When we get to Garcia, that's the problem at that point. Okay, so uh, we do have a lot to talk about. 305-567-0560. We're going to open up the text line. We actually will get to uh, these two texts early now just because you did bring up and we did bring up that tight end position because it's interesting uh, what my kind of draft turned into my first round. And this text is very close to what happened there. Uh, the texter from Hawaii, our friend, said, if I take Travis Kelsey with my first round pick, what's the next three moves? 12 team, full PPR, and he just said it's two his time right now. Hello, brothers. It is two his time right now, but that's not what we're here for. So you're okay. going with, so you're saying, okay, if I draft Kelsey in the first round, right. what do I have to do almost to make up for the fact that I went with tight end? Okay, I will flat out tell you, I don't mind you doing it, but your next two picks must be running backs, okay? Your third round pick, it's not going to be the sexiest pick. If you're lucky, you could get like a Chris Carson type player, maybe a Miles Sanders as your second running back in the third round. But if you go Kelsey, I need you to go running back, running back. Because if you do not go running back, running back, you're going to find yourself with your second and third running backs being in a complete split job situation, right? So your best bet is go Kelsey, Running back, running back, then go back wide receiver, wide receiver, because the depth is in wide receiver. You guys could get yourselves a really, really solid wide receivers in rounds four through seven. Uh, just to give you an idea of a, a player with upside, listen, Odell Beckham, that guy's got an ego on him, okay? He's going super late, round six, round seven, round even eight I've seen, okay? So if you're in a position where you want an upside player, you sort of punted the wide receiver position, there are players like... Odell that are going to be out there that you could grab as your first probably second wide receiver and you know you take it from there you give yourself an, a chance to have a really big time upside player so if it hits you're in great shape if it misses hopefully down the road you took a bit more of a safer plays and then you have a plug and play player but so what, that's what we're doing Hawaii okay mahalo Kelsey running back running back wide receiver wide receiver right and in my league what I brought up as a tease was it came down to, I think I, w- I was the seventh pick in the draft. There were a couple people uh, kept already. So, like, the Dalvin Cooks of the world were already gone. And uh, it just came down to me taking Travis Kelsey or basically Devontae Adams. Those are the two. Or Tyreek Hill. I guess all three were available at that point. Uh, some other running backs were available, too. The Najee Harris's of the world, Saquon Barkley, guys like that, Aaron. Uh, you know, those guys were available. I went with Kelsey, seventh pick overall in my draft, keeper league. There were a lot of guys, like I said, already gone already. Um, and I took Kelsey. And that was my strategy, was to go with the number one guy over a Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. And Nose looked at me funny right after I did it. He was a little bit because those guys were still on the board. I'm still looking at you funny. You took Kelsey over Devontae Adams. and. I did. I could, I could get behind the fact that the tight end position is so weak after the three guys that we discussed that you're putting yourself in position to have so many more points than somebody who just, say, is starting, oh, gosh, um, Tyler Higby, for example, right? Because right? right, that's, right. that's a starting tight end, believe it or not, in this league. And so, yeah, Kelsey's going to have a whole lot more points than that. That being said... Devontae Adams is a wonderful wide receiver, led the NFL in targets and receptions last year and all fantasy points, and I would have gone with him first. But what did you do? You adjusted, you worked on it, and you drafted what I thought was a great team overall. 
You just you can you can pick Kelsey in the late first, but you have to come back and protect your team by getting running backs that are starters that are not in a committee. And if you're able to pull that off and then go with the wide receivers late, I have no problem with Kelsey. I would not have done what you did. Right. And the be- the beautiful part is, let's see how this thing shakes out, brother. That's it. We're just going to see. Obviously, what I did here, uh, not just for my team, but for the show, my second quarterback in a two-quarterback league, Jalen Hurts. That's right. I took him. I'm part of the show. I wanted him on my team, and I uh, literally uh, wanted to be part of it. But I also did something else um, that Nose looked at me a little funny for. Miles Sanders. I'm all in on the Philly offense. I got Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders on my team. Uh, and those were, listen, you get down to that fourth, fifth round, like Nose has been telling you, the running back position gets a little bit watered down, a little bit dried up. Even though Miles Sanders is a good, guy, a good player, James Robinson, good player, those are the guys kind of available at that time. It's kind of a little watered down at that point. The two biggest Eagle fans now that I know are Miami Mondo and Zach Krantz, okay? Right. You, That's you, right. you correct. <laughs> you went all in, my brother. But again, you're in a and I, everyone. Everyone's leagues are different. I happen to know Zach's league. It's a very deep league, right? There's one extra flex player. There's two quarterbacks. Right. So um, at some points, you're going to have some duplicate players on the same team, and I have absolutely no problem because I'm telling you, my belief. I feel it stronger than ever. I remember you texted me right after our show the next day and said, are you nervous Gardner Minshew uh, got picked up? Right. I right. must have gotten that text five different times. The answer is no, I'm not afraid of a backup. I, no, I'm not, okay? Uh, I'm still all in on Jalen Hurts. He's the nose pick of the uh, of the year. The year. A quarterback of the year. So, listen. Garcia, where's that been? I've been waiting on that cue for at least six times already. I've been waiting for you to talk about That's it. It's going to be all year with us, Danny, Zach, and John Cougar Mellencamp, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Wait, by the way, you have to throw it out there that Garcia also in his draft took Jalen Hurts. Uh, we had another texter, by the way, that texted and said, Nostradamus, I also got Hurts. I'm all in. All, everyone's all in on Jalen Hurts. The pressure is on you this year with that nose pick in the air. Well, I'll be honest with you. Just want to throw this out there. I was I was really into taking Jalen Hurts this year, and I was kind of like, should I do it? Should I not do it? But nose put me over the top. I'm not going to lie. Right. That's right. That's he what did. I was looking for, man. In, in, his, in his last four games last year, he was an elite quarterback okay with weapons that were disgusting they added devonta smith okay now they have godert you're one of your favorites i mean i know he was there last year they have jalen rager who we're going to talk down the road everyone asked me do uh, sleepers i hate the word sleeper i don't know why i just feel it's so generic and, and nerdy but uh, for a great value late in the draft, Jalen Rager has every opportunity now that he has another player on the other side of him to be very good. So right now, they have talent on that offense, and they have a quarterback who I believe will not buckle under the pressure. He's in the pedigree of the Bama quarterbacks. He knows how to win in big situations. He's unflappable, we've seen in college. We've seen him now last year. So I am a full believer in Jalen Hurts. If you haven't heard it already, you've heard it many times. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. I love that. 
I couldn't be any more all in I on a player him. based I off of now how many people have told me they've drafted him. Right. Whether it's been my brother, my friends in New York, everybody. I'm just stay healthy, young man. Just stay right. healthy. <laughs> I do not want to see Gardner Minshew on the field at all, all season long, even in blowouts at this point. And by the way, uh, not only am I all in, right? Not only am I all in on. Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders, but I took Rager also later in the draft. The Philly That's offense is my fantasy team this year. Well, I hope there's some trades that could go down in your right. league because we're not going into the playoffs because we will make the playoffs in that league. We will not be going in with three starting Eagles. That's no, that's not no. go, it's not going to happen that way. But late in your draft, was he one of your last picks? I hope he was. I'm going to look right now and tell you right now on Good. the page. Uh, let's see. Great so, talent. He was drafted early to be a stud. Round, 114th overall, 12th round pick, Jalen Rager. Yep. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. So I can't, I mean, I can't believe that all of a sudden I'm looking at the schedule and I know when the Dolphins are playing and I know where they're playing, but the first thing that I looked at was not who my favorite teams were. It was where are the Eagles playing? And I can <laughs> firmly tell you they're at Atlanta Really good. If you can't do it week Shoot one, right. I'm out. done. A right. game. If, if, I'll call it a game over after week one. They should walk in there in the turf, no weather situations, and just should be able to take off against that Atlanta defense. So uh, we're all in. Oh, I like that. That gets me pumped up too, by the way. God, I can't wait. Monday Night Football music. Right, right. Ah, just let it soak. Soak it in for a second. Right, right. We're here. You know, every time football ends it feels like a, it, an eternity until you get to the point right. where we are right now everybody right now is either drafted their team or they have their drafts upcoming and the hottest two days are of next week are tuesday and wednesday i cannot explain to you how hectic those days are going to be for me i hope they're hectic for all of you as well because it's going to be just a fun time and then boom thursday night we have our show and we have two of the best offensive teams going i can't wait to do the season with you zach that's the news Garcia's back at the studios. I'm here in the Davy compound of the Krantz household. We'll take our first break tonight. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by our friends at Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. We come back. We're going to talk about a quarterback in Houston that's on the active roster, but he's number 53. There's your tease. We're back right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, we're back here. Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Go over there and get yourself a brand new car, sweet-looking car, uh, from Danny to GM, Ari and Erica, the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet as well, always there and always have our back. We always want to shoot them a shot, give them a shot out here uh, on the show. Before the break, I brought up a, a tease of a quarterback. I just want to ask you, Nose, without giving specifics out about him in general, what do you do with Deshaun Watson in your league? Do you pick him up and roll the dice? Or at that point, do you leave it alone with Deshaun Watson? I personally do do not think he's going to play this year. Right. Based based simply off of what things like people that are in the know like Adam Schefter say. There's a very good chance he doesn't play this year. 
But every league is different. If you have one of those crazy long, uh, you know, rosters where you have space to do them, you could take a chance and just throw them out there to see what happens for the first month because you all you're doing is buying time. Right. But where specifically you might want to consider a Deshaun Watson is in a keeper league, right? So if you're in a keeper league and a lot of keeper leagues when you such as yours when you uh pick a player as a keeper, you lose that round value. So if you could get him, say, in the 15th round of your draft and you're able to stash him over the course of the season, you might have bought yourself a very cheap and awesome keeper for next year. That is it on Deshaun Watson. Otherwise, again, not many rosters are that deep where you're able to pick him up, hold on to him all year, have him not play, and him take up a roster spot because – he needs to go on an official IR for right. a lot of teams to stash him on an IR. And as of right now, we're not getting that indication that that's going to happen. Right. So yeah. overall, it's obviously a risk-reward thing. I think a great strategy is in a keeper league, and if you're able to stash him late and say things don't go well for you uh, in general, you have another piece for next year that you could have for your roster. Otherwise, there's no really need to do him. Uh, you know, to, to pick him. I'm not really thinking so much of Deshaun Watson for this year. Right. Okay. Well, I, it had to be brought up because he is a top five quarterback in the league and something that did it is happening in leagues at that point where he's just available and it's just, you, you kind of like scratch your head that Deshaun Watson probably won't be playing football this year in the NFL. And it's really sad to see that. He is a troubled, troubled man. And uh, fantasy football wise, he'd be a star on someone's team if he did play, but He's got a lot of stuff in the background he's got to work on. Okay, that's our Deshaun Watson talk uh, for the season. There you go. How about, how about never again? Thanks a lot. Right. It's done. It's At that point, it's over. Uh, real quickly, a text. Uh, so would you consider Kelsey, Waller, Kittles, and Pitts as a wide receiver in your three running back, three wide receiver strategy for the first six rounds? Thank you for asking that because – I wasn't clear on that, but yet at the same time, it's exactly what I was saying is yes. Those more in particular, Kelsey Waller and Kittles. Pitts, again, that's on the person's, that's your owner. If you're a risk taker and you really love him, then you could add him to that mix. But the answer is yes. Those players are considered to be in the 3-3 strategy. But what does that mean? You're going to go 3-3-1. So then if, you, for example, you took a, a Darren Waller instead of a you know third wide receiver, get your third wide receiver before you take your quarterback. So overall, you'll have a three running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and then you could address your quarterback. But very simple question, and I appreciate you asking. Kelsey Waller and Kittle are all players that can be picked within the first Three to you know, however, whatever round you know, uh, again, Kelsey's in the first, Waller's at the end of the second, early third, and Kittle's I have in the middle of the third. Personally, if you want them there, grab them. Just make sure you're covering your your butt and uh, take the position that you didn't take instead of one of those players, and grab them later on. So you could go with a three three one, and then three three one one. Get your quarterback after that. All right, so last week, by the way, here on the show also, uh, Nose gave a couple of players he likes for this year, a couple of players to kind of stay away from uh, this year as well. If you didn't hear last week's show, well, first shame on you, and you should have downloaded it by now. But if you didn't do that, uh, a little recap, and I'll have uh, Nose 
kind of say a little bit about each guy as I go down the list. Johnny Taylor, one of the players that the Nose loves this year from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, where, do you, where do you like John Taylor's status in drafts this year? He's a player that's being overlooked because for some reason the sex appeal on him for a first rounder is not there. And I'm here to tell you, you're going to feel very differently after this year. Last year, he started out, he had no preseason. He had, you know, we had that crazy COVID year and he had no time to gel with his team. Yet somehow he managed to be a top five fantasy running back over the course of the entire season because he had a wonderful second half of his season. So when a team drafts around 8 to 10 overall, I know your immediate reaction is, oh man, I'm not getting one of those top five running backs. No, you are not, right? And you are probably not going to get Devontae Adams either. So that's maybe my top six players. But don't be so upset. Again, it's a safe pick because he's going to get the yards, he's going to get the carries, and he's going to get the touchdowns. And he's going to be that perfect running back one for somebody who drafted late. And then I've said it over and over again. If you get a John Taylor with your first round pick, I highly recommend you go back and grab yourself another running back, whether it's Nick Chubb, if you're lucky enough to get Aaron Jones in the second, early second round. Uh, Austin Eckler should be gone by then. But again, I also love Najee Harris in the second round. So if you go with a Jonathan Taylor or an Aaron Jones, who's right in those, you know, that same range, if you would, I really do think that going with a running back in the second pick is vital. But don't be afraid of Jonathan Taylor, straight up. Right, right. Yeah, he's a good player. You shouldn't be afraid of him at all. I know he's not a sexy name in the first round, but he's probably going to give you first-round numbers. Another guy with not a sexy name that's going pretty early in a lot of drafts, Antonio Gibson from the Washington football team. Talk a little bit about him. Uh, I know that some people will see that name, see that you have that late first-round pick if you're in a 12-team league. Uh, or, or 14 or 16, there's a lot of you know leagues that are that big. but Or early second round where Gibson's sitting there and you might not think the sexy name like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, what do you do there with Antonio Gibson? How high up in the on the board do you have him? I love him. I absolutely love him. I have him 11th overall. I have him right after Nick Chubb. So it goes Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, and then I have Antonio Gibson. Just to give you an idea, Joe Mixon and the hyphen – First time we're mentioning the hyphen, so that right, would be Cl- right. that would be Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and now forever he's the hyphen. Uh, Miles Sanders, you know, all those guys are after Antonio Gibson. So if you do grab yourself one of those late first round running backs to come back and get an Antonio Gibson, I think is a great value. He was amazing last year. I think their offense is going to be quite actually dynamic with Ryan Fitzpatrick there. He's not afraid to move the ball. He's going to throw a ton of interceptions, but that's not Antonio Gibson's problem. Again, later on in the season, I love to look at like the last six weeks and to see how things developed last year. And Antonio Gibson was an absolute star. And I have no doubt in my mind that if you have, you know, say a middle second round pick, maybe even late second round, because people were afraid of him, right. that's where he becomes a steal. So that's where I wanted to make sure that if you were had the fourth or fifth pick overall and you're in the 16th or 17th range, what a beautiful thing to go back to back, say Ezekiel Elliott and then Antonio Gibson. That's poetry in motion right there. And another guy last season who busted right through the seams after McCaffrey got hurt, Mike Davis, uh, now in the Atlanta Falcons running, uh, the Atlanta Falcons running back. Uh, where do you like him? How much do you like him? And now we heard today, Wayne Goldman. He's off the board now, ladies and gentlemen. Right, Wayne Gallman right. is going to steal all of his carries. Right, uh, right. 
Right. Mike Davis is a player that, again, I can't visualize him being bad. That's a good start, right? Um, overall, he's going to have an opportunity in a dome where he could be the guy in Atlanta. And I think he was going to be very good. What does very good mean? That means I'm not using a second round pick on him. But in the late third round, early fourth round, and you see a Mike Davis still there, oh yeah, okay. If you could grab him as your first RB3, you're doing amazing. If he's an RB2 for you, and you already have two wide receivers or one of our tight ends we've discussed, you're doing doing good. Again, a little bit of the unknown, uh, a little bit of a banged up offensive line, although they do have uh, Matthews on that left tackle who's one of the best. So... Uh, Mike Davis is a player that a lot of people are like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm telling you, if you could get him where he is your RB2, where you already have two running back, uh, wide receivers, or an RB3, you're in great shape. Daryl Henderson out on the West Coast in L.A. Uh, I actually picked him up on my team as well. What do you think about Daryl Henderson, uh, and where do you have him kind of uh, – in draft-wise as well, or, or, or we don't like to use the word rankings, but in, in, in the nose sheet, where is he? He's going too late is what he is, okay? So right now, Daryl Henderson is ranked, give or take, around the 20th overall running back, okay? So where does a 20th overall running back go? Around round five, six, or even seven. Now, I know you grabbed him in your league, and maybe you could, uh, while I talk, stall for time to see where you got him and what round to help out the kids and include your keepers because those are the first few rounds. But Daryl Henderson has every opportunity to be a stud in that offense. Remember, that is one of the most bright and prolific offensive minds in McVay, okay? They have Stafford, who is so much better than Goff, it's silly. And then they lost Cam Akers, right? right. That guy was going to be a star. So who's the next man up? It's Daryl Henderson. And are we afraid that Sony Michelle uh, got traded to the Rams? Did Sony Michelle even take out Damian Harris or, or James White? No, he did no, not. No. We are not afraid of him. We respect him because he's American Heritage's finest. That's right. We'll respect him on a South Florida angle, but we will not be afraid that he's going to take the stats away from Daryl Henderson. So, By the way, Daryl Henderson, I'm in a 10-team league, Daryl Henderson. I drafted him 67th overall. It was basically right at the end of, I believe, round seven. Okay, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, and that's a yeah. steal for me right there. Right. So if, if you could get Daryl Henderson in a flex position or what they call an RB3, you're doing fantastic, okay? Logical. He has the upside of being – he's got the upside of being an RB – you know, a really great RB2, okay? Let's call it that. So Daryl Henderson, if he's lingering and you're looking at this thing and he's the last sort of guy because I've been in a few drafts where you're like, okay, we're at Daryl uh, Henderson and then after that – you're really looking at the Denver running backs like Javante Williams and Melvin right. Gordon, the split people, Radio Raheem. God, do I love him, but there's like seven running backs there in San Fran, and they're not afraid to mix it up. So Henderson becomes one of those players that at the very, very end of where you're looking at your running back lists and your tiers, he's a last man standing that people have been afraid to take. There's a little check mark next to him because of a thumb issue. I'm not concerned about it. I expect him ready for week one with all the upside in the world. All right, two wide receivers before we go to a break that Nose talked about last week that he absolutely loves. Uh, Calvin Ridley and Brandon Ayuk! Oh, you can! Wow. That was awesome. Wow. 
That's oh, really well done by there. Right, that's right. good. That's, and he was ready for it. Right. So, Calder Ridley, wide receiver one, right? Like he's, well, oh, he's a oh, top dog. Oh, yeah. All I'm trying to say to you is if you have yourself one of those top five running backs, let's go over it quickly. That's Christian McCaffrey. That's Dalvin Cook. That's Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Ezekiel Elliott. Okay? If you have one of those guys and you could come back and grab yourself a Calvin Ridley late in that second round, whoa, my, oh, Nelly, you're in good shape. One of the best route runners in the game. He got hurt last year. That was a shame because he was putting up numbers that, you know, top numbers, like the overall number one wide receiver numbers until he got hurt. And I don't want people forgetting about how absolutely talented he is because I have him personally ahead of DK Metcalf and I have him ahead of DeAndre Hopkins, who, by the way, is the best wide receiver in the NFL. That's right. So remember, there is a difference between NFL wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and fantasy, don't get me wrong, I got him number four overall, but uh, I just think that Matt Ryan's going to get Calvin Ridley the ball more consistently than Kyler Murray will, and that's just a personal opinion. So I have Ridley one notch ahead of Hopkins. So if he is there, feel free to go after him. He's a beautiful pick in the late second. So I just got to get this clear. I just want to make sure I heard you correct here. Snows. Are you telling me that you have a, a Brandon Ayukin ahead of DK, DK Metcalf? Is that what I'm hearing? No, no that is Calvin absolutely Ridley. incorrect. Okay, right. my, I'm sorry. Right. You know, no problem. Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk. I can't do it. Zach, can you help me? Ayukin. Right. He is a player that if you listen to the show, you know that the nose has a... Wow, I just used the third person you nose. did. Well done. Right. I should really suspend myself for 10 seconds. No, but that, that was <laughs> actually... You just became a radio guy right then and there. You did. I'm, emba- I'm embarrassed. Here I am, though. No, you got to roll Brandon. with it, bro. Just roll with right. it. Right. I'm going. I'm all in. He's such a star, in my opinion. He's fast. He fits the San Francisco offense perfectly. You know, him and Debo Samuel on their crosses. Ayuk, when healthy... And he's definitely when uh, one of those guys when healthy already. I think is a mu- easy start wide receiver three and a player that when you see okay I'm between a few different guys I'm between an Ayuk a T Higgins uh, a Deontay Johnson I'm giving you the thumbs up on Ayuk I just love him. What else more can I say? He's going to be a stud this year. Right. All right. So that'll do it for this segment. We're going to come back. We'll talk a little bit about the players nose didn't like, and we're going to dive into. That quarterback list. Not that t- we'll, we'll talk. We'll recap the top eleven that Nose gave you last week. But the next kind of six guys, seven guys, whatever it is, we'll give a half dozen guys that Nose likes uh, at that point. If you're not getting one of those top eleven, or if you're in a two quarterback league and you're looking for the next couple guys on your list, also one of those super flex leagues or mine, I start two quarterbacks. So that's uh, definitely something to know. That is the Nose Garcia back at the studios and i'm here in davy as well we'll take a break this is zach and the nose fantasy football show brought to you by tropical chevrolet find new roads at tropical chevrolet we're back right after this welcome back to the tropical chevrolet fantasy football show with zach and the nose on am 560 and fm 96.5 hd2 the joe wqam all right, this is Zach and the Nose. We're back here, almost the top of the hour, and hour number one on uh, our fantasy show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Our friends here at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Real quickly, before we get to our quarterback conversation, Nose, uh, we went over a bunch of the guys you like. Uh, we gave about six out, uh, including Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, Mike Davis, Daryl Henderson, Calvin Ridley, and Brandon Ayuk. And you got about five guys or six guys. Let's just, we'll mark it five. 
that you didn't really like that much draft, not really uh, draft on the on the nose draft board, I guess you could say, or very low on the on the nose draft board. And there's a couple big names on there, but let's get to them real quickly. Go through a couple of them uh, and give a little bit about each guy why you don't like him. Remember, before I get into this segment, there's always a time and a place for everybody to be drafted. Just let's right. be very clear on that, that these are players that I don't like where they're currently going. So, again, the first person that comes right to mind is Saquon Barkley. Okay? Absolutely right. The, the number one person, they're just saying that he's they're encouraged he's going to play week one. Is this what you want? Is this, right. Do you know who's the worst offensive line probably in football? That would be the New York football giants correct by the way just on a side note for that and i was reading because you know how i like to read twitter while you're talking um it looked like joe shad retweeted somebody from new york talking about the fact that andrew thomas who was their first round pick i believe fourth overall in the draft georgia uh out of georgia uh not only is he struggling but the dolphins dropped matt skura the center and he did not win the job here after and he is now up there on their practice squad for their offensive line, the Giants' offensive line right now in a little bit of shambles. So Saquon Barkley, even if at full strength, probably would still struggle a little bit this year. Keep going, Nose. Right. Well, he had one mystical season. There's no question about the fact that he is, you know, give or take the most talented running back there is in the game based off of just size, speed. Everything about him is great, but you can't do it alone. They don't have a good offensive line. Danny Dimes has not become the man that they have hoped so far. I think he's got one more here. And if he goes awry and already Kenny Galladay comes out and says, you know what, our offense is going to need a few weeks to you know, get going. That is the last thing you want to hear from your superstar, at least paid like a superstar, free agent wide receiver coming into the year. So Saquon Barkley right now is going towards the end of first draft, uh, first round drafts. And for me, that's a big no-no. I guess the question that you would want to say is, okay, well, knows where do I take him if you're saying don't? Well, right. if if he's available in you know round you know pick sixteen through twenty because everybody was afraid to take him, that's where I feel comfortable if I have one of those top five running backs. Again, this is likely not going to happen, but this is how far down I have him. Uh, I believe ESPN still has him ranked around five or six overall. Right, right. Don't do it. Not needed. Don't need to take the risk. Go take the next person who's safe. The first round is a, a round where you need to take a player that's going to be consistent and not somebody who's coming off a torn ACL with the worst offensive line in the game with a quarterback that hasn't been good yet in his career. I think, by the way, just going off my draft list of what we just had, um, my brother took Saquon Barkley with the 16th pick overall, right, where you like basically had him in that 16 to 20 range. Nick Chubb... Um, Dalvin Cook, obviously, Najee Harris, and then Austin, Aaron Ekular, Ezekiel Elliott, and the rest of the top guys went before him, but Saquon Barkley did go 16th in my league uh, there. So it's perfect to your point. Exactly where Nose had him is exactly so the right place. It's the right place for him because right. don't get me wrong, he's still Saquon Barkley. He was right. still the first pick of the draft two years ago in almost every league. Uh, so I get it. That's all I can say is I get it, but I want to see it first. So for me personally, I'm going to wait until next year to talk Saquon Barkley. I'm going to let everybody else take that high risk on him. Two fans of our show, my brother and Will Mance, are not happy with our Giants bashing during this segment, by the way, just so you let you know. Uh, and I don't care. Uh, DeAndre Swift, where do you like him? I know he plays for a team that we don't draft anymore. We try to stay away from that team in general. Right. Uh, friends don't let friends draft uh, Detroit <laughs> right. Lions and or Houston Texans. 
Houston right. Texans. That's right. that's the truth. But there is a there is a I'm going to go against that because DeAndre Swift right now is a player that is looking like he might not even play in week one. Okay, wow. uh, he has a lot of ability. He's ranked around 14th or 15th, and when I say that, I don't have my own. Uh, rankings, as you say, but I do know where players get drafted. That's my job. So he goes around 14th or 15th amongst all running backs, okay? So he's going on average right now in the third or fourth round, and I am not liking it at all. I do believe Detroit's going to run the ball. They have their crazy coach. You guys all know him quite well down here. Campbell's going to run the ball. He's a ground-and-pound kind of guy, but I prefer Jamal Williams. Remember Jamal Williams from That's Green right. Bay, everybody? Wow, the, guy wow. who was sh- the guy who was sharking at Aaron Jones's numbers for years. Well, now he's in Detroit. He might start week one. So he's a super sneaky sleeper, if you will. I'm going quotation, so it's so nerdy. He's a late-round value player that I would recommend over. Don't take Swift. Take DeAndre, uh, excuse me, take Jamal Williams, like, you know, 15 rounds later. That's right. what I recommend. That's a better one there. Josh Jacobs in Vegas. Uh, what do you think about him? He was on your uh, your kind of I don't like list last week. Yeah, he had so much volume last year, Zach. He, he was given the ball. He was a horse, and he just couldn't score. And he just over and over again couldn't score. So what did they do? They, they brought in Kenyon Drake. So right now you have Jacobs in a 50-50 split. I still think Jacobs is going to get plenty of carries. I just am um, completely underwhelmed by him in general. And then with being underwhelmed by him as the full-time guy there, now they brought in somebody to take carries away from him. I'm just simply put, I'm staying away from Josh Jacobs. I, I don't think he's as sexy as I'd, I'd like him to be. Let's just say that. Right. Uh, let's get on to another guy real quickly. Let's get to Allen Robinson. Al, you know what? I'm going to give you a double here. Allen Robinson and Julio Jones together. Tell me okay. about those two. Yep. Well, I don't like them all for different reasons, and I will explain one at a time. Allen Robinson is a uh, target machine. He's a receptions machine, and in PPR leagues, he's been phenomenal Unfortunately for him, he's got a man named Andy Dalton starting to the season throwing him the ball, which we all know is going to be short-lived. And then they're going to bring in Justin Fields. And I just firmly believe that Justin Fields, similar to Kyler Murray, is going to use his legs a lot more than his arm year one. Because he's going to go first read, it's going to, it's going to be covered, and he's not even going to look at that second read. He's just going to start running. And so for me, Allen Robinson, amazing talent. I don't trust his quarterbacks. And as a receiver, you got to trust the quarterback. So I think just he's going too high. He's ranked around 10th overall. You know, I love Terry McLaurin and, and Keenan Allen, just to give you an example, of players that are going next to him a lot more than him. So this is the point of the draft where you look at the player and you say, okay, who's throwing these guys the ball? And for this example, if for Keenan Allen, who's right next to him, you got Herbert. That's beautiful. Right. For Terry, right. for Scary Terry, you have Fitzpatrick. He's going to toss the ball. You have C.D. Lamb in that area. Dak Prescott. These are just better choices, in my opinion, than Allen Robinson. 305-567-0560. Before we get to the quarterback talk, let's get to a text or two here. 14-team uh, league PPR had the 13th pick, took A.A. Ron Ekular, and then Najee Harris. feel like I took strong running backs in my first 14-team league. I'd like you to text us back and advise us the balance of what your team looks like. Now, in a 14-team league, it is very hard to get those type of running backs. What a start by you. I hope you backed it up with some solid wide receivers. 
and then a good good old Jalen Hurts. That's what I'm All hoping right. for. Right. But overall, if you uh, are in a 14-team league and you pick 13th, your first natural reaction is, oh, man, this stinks. I'm not going to get the type of players that I would if I had a top five. Well, sir or ma'am, you crushed it. Ekelar and Najee in a 14-team league is beautiful. So, well done. My hat's right, off that, to you. That was pretty good right there in a 14-team league. To get it's phenomenal. Guys. It's not right, good. The end yeah, there, it's great. Yeah. That's a good little uh, stretch of uh, players there. All right, we don't have enough time in this segment to get to the quarterback conversation, uh, so uh, we'll skip that for now. We'll get to that in the top of the hour uh, and give you those next quarterbacks, that next tier of quarterbacks uh, for the nose there, uh, which I think is very interesting too because, like we said, there are um, there are leagues at two quarterbacks. There are super flex leagues, and if we gave you the top 11 and all of a sudden you need players after that, quarterbacks after that, uh, that's a big problem. I want to get to one guy because we have a couple minutes here. Um, Michael Thomas, New Orleans Saints, guy that was probably considered uh, in the last couple of years, outside of probably this year going into this year and then last year, uh, but the years before that, guy was getting about 150 targets a year, Drew Brees throwing him the ball all the time, touchdowns, yards, receptions, you name it, he got it and filled the stat book. And then all of a sudden, poof, like a fart in the wind with an injury, uh, this guy has kind of fallen off the map, and now, when is he available? He's not even available until... I'm like constantly in the state of wanting to throw up. Right. If you're a Michael Thomas owner, that's exactly where you are. Talk a little bit about Michael Thomas before we get to the top of the hour. Well, Michael Thomas, finally, we have some clarity on his situation. And two... I'm going to change the narrative on this. Two very great things happened for fantasy-wise for Michael Thomas. Two things. One... Jameis Winston was named the starting quarterback there, okay? So if and when he does come in and play, Jameis Winston is a stud. So, right. well, let's, I'll, I'll slow no, down. A stud, he throws the ball. He throws okay? the ball. In Not fantasy, afraid to throw stud, the ball. Right? Yes, in fantasy, he can be a stud. Normal NFL, you're a Saints fan, you're probably, you know, uh, right. I had, to, I had to clear that up because right, he's a right. guy who at least could get his receiver the ball. Okay, that's so that's right. one. If it was Taysom Hill, it would be ooh, whoa, ooh, way ooh. worse. So one, we have a quarterback that he's going to be able to throw him the ball. But two, and more importantly, when it comes down to Michael Thomas, he was announced to be put on the PUP list. And that means the Saints have a bye week, week six. Okay, so he's out for the first five weeks, and then week six is his bye week. He is first eligible to come off of his ankle or his surgery week seven. Okay, so we now we know week seven is his time. And I think that's great because as of a week ago, we did not know at right. all Status. where he was. Right. We did not know. Now we know. Okay. So, yes, we have to make sure he's healthy. It is under of my understanding that through seven weeks, he will be able to play. He will have his bye week behind him. So you get week seven, and now you could get 10 weeks if you could make it to your fantasy championship right. with Michael Thomas with a guy who could throw him the ball. So where do you take a Michael Thomas? For me, you get all your starters, okay? You get your clean starters, maybe a few solid backups, and you're going to see Michael Thomas is going real late. Rounds 12 through rounds 15, he has been available because people don't even see him. Remember how we right. discussed these these platforms, ESPN, Yahoo, etc.? He is so far down these that you would, will actually forget about him unless you 
Come prepared to your draft like we discussed right. and have a note saying, keep Michael Thomas on notice because he's the exact type of player I personally like. I'm cocky, right? I'm on the show because I'm cocky and I believe that I'm going to make the playoffs no matter what. I believe that every year. So for me to take one draft pick, maybe if it's if a round too early, to grab a Michael Thomas, to stash where I have his value in week seven, oh, Nelly, I am all in for that. So you got to take him in a place where you're comfortable, where if it goes bad, huh, whatever. What did I lose? I was between, you know, him and let's call, uh, gosh, Jarvis Landry. Perfect right. example, right? Right, right? Somebody who is a plug-and-play type of guy. No, I'm going to take Michael Thomas in that example. All right, well, that's it on that. Michael Thomas, by the way, went 84th in my draft, middle of the ninth round in my draft. Uh, the two in a keeper league, though, in correct? Keeper league. Right. Give keeper good league. information, young man. Let's go. Sorry about that. That's the nose. Garcia's back in the studio. I am Zach Krantz. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. That'll do it for hour number one, hour number two in the books. We have a loaded hour number two with lots to go over. If you have text messages, send them in 305-567-0560. Otherwise, we'll talk to you on the other side of the break here. This is Zach and the Nose. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.